There sure are, and today we are exposing ourselves. <gasps> Jessica Michelle, are you trying to get canceled? Every day of my life, I have Expose nothing to yourself. Expose yourself. I want to see those. Oh my God, I'm exposing myself to Nicole like I'm Louis C.K. in 2004. Louis C.K. Yeah, I wish you were Louis C.K. Yeah, me too. Fuck my life. Are you kidding? He doesn't want to fuck your life. He wants to come on it. He wants to come on his stomach in front of my life. Like a good... Creepy. Pervert. Like a good creepy uncle. How's your uncle Jeff? Ah, R.I.P. Uncle Jeff. If his fetish is humiliation, was him getting canceled for that like the hottest thing that's ever happened to him? He's been coming this whole time. Nonstop coming. That's why he hasn't been performing as much because he can't he can't get out of his house because he's too busy dumping jizz out of his body. I'm so humiliated. Oh, humiliation. But we're not here to talk about Lucy K and his humiliation fetish. I am going to tell you about my home state, where I'm at right now, Alaska, which of course comes from the alley world word Alieska, which I think you've been to. It's a ski I've been to Alieska. It's a ski resort. Uh huh. Right next to right next to Motown, where it's the home of skier Tommy Mo. I didn't know enough about skiing to know that, so you know more about Alaska, I guess. Uh, Alieska, Aleutian word meaning the great land. Fun fact. You know who's another person who's from Alaska, I believe. Peekaboo Street. The skier. Oh no, Peekaboo's from Tahoe. Never mind. Proceed. Knowing the names of skiers is a class thing. No, it's not. People know the names of skiers. There's tons of people who are ski bums who make no money who know the names of all the skiers. It's not a class I, thing. I disagree. D- oh, disagree all you want, but it's not. Go go look up ski bums. Ski bums, if you're listening to this, which you're not because you live in a car and you don't have podcasts, and even if you did, you don't have a charger. Tell me if you know the names of skiers. Absolutely know the names of skiers. I would think they just love skiing so much they wouldn't pay attention to the famous ones. Oh, they would. Do you know ski bums? Yeah, I know tons of ski bums. When I knew ski bums, I don't hang out in the ski bum world anymore. But yeah, if you go to like ski towns where people are living in vans, you know, gathering any scent they can to be able to go skiing. Yeah. Those, and the people who work at ski resorts who are ultimate ski bums. Yeah, they know the name of every major skier. It's like knowing basketball players. It's like knowing... Football players. It's like knowing any major athlete. If you're super into a sport, you know all the athletes. It doesn't matter how much money you make. I disagree. Disagree? Uh, More importantly, I think that, like, I do not necessarily disagree, but I don't think those people got... I think they wouldn't have gotten into skiing if they were not from a family of a certain economic level, which is what they later became ski bums. But I think... I think skiing is an economic thing. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm probably wrong. That doesn't matter. That's not what this is about. Even though there's a lot of skiing that goes on here. Uh, a lot of people love to ski in Alaska. We call them pussies. Uh, why aren't you snowboarding? What's wrong with you, you fucking losers? Here's a fun fact I know about Alaska. That there are tree, tree wells in Alaska that are so deep. When spring and summer hit, uh, they just find a bunch of dead bodies in them. Nicole, I told you that in confidence. Ha <laughs> ha! 
She's funny, you guys. Come see us in Grand Rapids. Yes, September 16th through 18th. It's coming up. Uh, there's so many dead people in Alaska. We have the highest murder and suicide rate per capita. Do not fucking come at me, Seattleites, Seattleians, Italians, whatever you call yourself. You're fucking wrong. I will kill myself on air just to prove it. I know so many dead people. That's neither here nor there. Uh, you literally can see Russia from your house if you lived maybe on the very far west coast. Nobody lives there. Sarah Palin's a nightmare. There are more men in Alaska than women. That's a big thing. I'm already coming. Go on. Between the between the dead bodies in the tree wells and the male to female ratio, I've blown so many loads on this couch. The truth is overall, it's fairly balanced in the cities. According to the most recent census, I think it's around like 52% male. But when you get into the smaller towns and more importantly, the villages, it's like sausage city bitch salt take me down to the sausage city it seems like sausage city here though it's like so funny when you come here you can like if you just go hang out at some of the local spots you can feel them in just like fresh meat like looking at you it's flattering and disgusting all at the same time sounds flattering to me when you said someone would refer to me as fresh meat i got excited i mean yeah you could really uh put some notches on the old belt in this town, if you know what I mean, they're going to hang you with a belt uh, out in a tree well. 49th state. And here's a fun thing we do. We call, this is actually kind of insane. Alaska refers to the rest of the United States as the lower 48. If someone moves up here from another state, they're like, oh, she's from the lower 48. And some Alaskans call it outside. Oh, they went outside for vacation. Oh, which is that's funny. Just kind of weird to me. We're it's a we're weird people. Tell me more facts. I love this. Became a state in 1959 on uh, January 3rd, I believe. Bought from Russia for two cents an acre. What a deal! Wow. Uh, yeah, it's uh, in terms of real estate, pretty good deal. Although most of that land is still just like barren tundra. And also, it's really funny that it's like, oh, the Russians owned it. Now we own it. And then there's natives who are like, oh, own it? We were here the whole time. We do, like, relative to the rest of, like, Native American rights in the continental United States, the rights of Native Alaskans, we are, I'm sure there's a million ways we're still fucking them because there's no way the government's not. But they treat them very well up here. There's, like, a Native hospital where if you're even a 16th percent Native, you can get, like, free treatment. They get money from the government. They are oh, like certain amounts of things, certain amounts of land. Ah, it's it's so funny too because like living up here gave me a skewed perspective of what the overall native population of the United States was, because we're like twenty percent at least, like in my in in Anchorage, which is a major city, it's like at least twenty percent Native American. So like Native Alaskan, excuse me. If you grew up in Alaska and you thought this was indicative of the rest of the United States, you would be shocked to move anywhere else and be like, where are the natives? And then you're like, oh, where are they? Uh, oh, we don't talk about that here. Shh. There's a reservation in Oklahoma where I think... Well there's, well, there's a little area where they're allowed to be. Other than that, sorry. We are mostly located in the Arctic Circle. One third of our land is up there. By the way, Alaska is uh, the largest state in the union by miles. But also, if you 
cut Alaska in half. Still bigger than Texas. And that's a fun thing Alaskans love to brag about. So really everything is bigger in Alaska. Oh, yeah, yeah, Um, A lot of people think Anchorage is the capital for some reason. It's Juneau. It's a small town on an island. Juneau. I've been to Juneau. It's amazing. Don't you know? What else do I want to tell you? I like giving you the facts. You know what's so funny is that like it's also like this isn't a like this is a fact, but it's not like a numerical fact. Alaska is one of the most beautiful places on earth. It's magical. Yeah. And growing up, it's magical. Wait, they have puffins. They do. I went and saw puffins. I got to feed a sea lion. I'm obsessed with them. I know. I saw. I heard the whole. His name was Forrest. We have puffins. There's two different types of puffins that are uh, popular here. There are two species of puffins that live in the Alaskan waters, the horned puffin and the tufted puffin, both very cute. Uh, the the horned puffins sort of give me uh, emperor penguin vibes because they have like little foof hairs that... Love it. Uh, very cute. If you've never seen a bald eagle, this is the place to come. Oh, yeah. I Dude, I remember when I went to Alaska and, you know, at the time everyone was like, bald eagles are going extinct. I was like, I got to Alaska and I was like, what is everybody's definition of extinct? My God, there were so fucking many. And the best part is, is when they're in the trees, you can just see them all because they're little white heads. Their little white heads poke out. That's probably why they're going extinct. Cause like hunters are like, I see a bird. Like uh, they're stunning creatures. Truly. I mean, they, they really are. You see one and you're like, Oh, this is why we chose this as the national bird. Cause I don't know if you ever heard that like Teddy Roosevelt was trying to make it the Turkey or something. Oh, it's like what a land, a, a majorly land dwelling, a majority land dwelling bird. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Can you imagine Ooh. what would we eat on Thanksgiving? You can't yeah, I was going to say bird. we'd be eating bald eagle on Thanksgiving. Yeah, wait, are bald eagles. Although there's something so American about our national bird being something that we kill and consume. And oh, yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. Are bald eagles, you can't kill and consume them just because they're endangered or also because they're the national bird? I think both. I also don't think bald eagle bird tastes that good. I don't know. Bald eagle bird. I had a plate of bald eagle bird. There's whales, there's walruses. There's a big like uh, campaign going on now. Like, you know, like, in California, we have this big everywhere you, you look, they're like, stop the recall or vote no. Here, there's a big vote against banning the sale uh, of ivory because it comes from walrus tusks and if native communities they for, they kill walrus they eat them they use them to like make clothing but the tusks they make art out of they've done this for years and years and they're one of their main sources of income is like selling ivory art to tourists they'll sell it to a tourism shop in anchorage and get sold there so like that's a big point of debate up here right now because obviously there's people who yeah. don't love that idea but then the thing is is like are you just banning the sale of ivory because if you are like why like why are you not banning killing walruses because if they go like no, no, no like it does seem kind of stupid to me now that i'm saying this out loud that they go like no, no you can kill them eating but leave the tusks alone and it's like well they're already dead yeah yeah you're already you've enjoyed the whole thing just get rid of but then going but them trying to go like well we're making it illegal to kill walruses is basically genocide for native populations because that's what they live off of well and that's probably what they're trying to do i mean it wouldn't fucking surprise me because then it's like if the government's giving natives money and i could see the government going like well how can we cut having to give that money without looking like the bad guy 
And it's like, well, you're still doing it. So wait, tell me more. Tell me more. What is there like a food where it's like, ah, you're here. You got to eat this. All the food that I would tell you to eat here isn't. I mean, you should for sure get snow crabs if you're a crab person. Uh, Go to like there's a restaurant called Simon and Seaforts is really hoity toity high end. But like there's a lot of good restaurants where like the salmon. Oh, there's breaded halibut in a lot of places, which is a really good like junk food. Love it. Uh That I would highly recommend. There's also like. But, like, for eating touristy food, where it's like, oh, this is native to the area. But also, when you come here, if you're going to, like, as a local, what I would tell you to eat, I'd be like, you got to go to Moose's Tooth Pizza. The advice you're looking for is, like, well, what do you want? But it's the best pizza. Next question. I have so many questions. The Valdez oil spill. Yikes. How, how is that? How is that talked about in the history of Alaska, if you live there? You, we, you learn about it in, I learned about it in sixth grade. They make it a part of general education. They just talk about it as like this giant Exxon Mobil fuck up. And I think the whole purpose mm-hmm. is like education, but like they're still doing oil shit. So I don't fucking know. But they do. I mean, they don't try to reframe it and go like, whoopsie daisy. Go, this is a horrible thing that happened that you learn that. And you learn about the uh, 64 earthquake. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bigger Alaska gets a lot of earthquakes. Oh, yeah. Hundreds every day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just a couple of years ago, there was like an almost... It was like a 7.8 and the town got like fucking shattered. Like my like friend's house has got like destroyed. I think I remember that. I think I remember you saying, talking about that. There is a town called Chenega in the 64 earthquake. Uh, there was a 64 earthquake, which then caused a tsunami and it destroyed. Chenega. Wiped it off the map. Chenega. It's, it no longer exists. You can drive down the Seward Highway, which takes you from here down to and there's like somewhere you can go where you can see like remnants of the town it got like mud slid and like destroyed like there's like pieces of houses sticking up this was in 64 yeah and they never rebuilt there there's i mean there's a lot of towns they did rebuild but like it was just like oh i could be yeah that that i mean that sounds like if it was like mudslides got hit with the got hit with the earthquake and then got hit by a tsunami i can't imagine the a rebuilding of that let me ask you this what natural disasters are there in Michigan? Like normally, do they have them? Tornadoes. That's it. We had an earthquake once. Did you do tornado warning drills as a kid? Mm-hmm. So many. What was that? You'd go out. Was it in Mississippi? It was you go out in the hallway and put a book over your head. Ours was you got in a hallway and put your arm over your head. Somebody once. I was like, I told that to somebody once and they're like, oh, that's probably all they use books for in Mississippi. And it was like the best. And I was like, can I use that? And they're like, yes. And I was like, thank you. And this is not how I wanted to use it. But, um, uh, Godfrey has the funniest joke about growing up in Chicago. They did fire drills and earth and tornado drills in Chicago as well. And uh, he's like, he's like, he's like, and then you go in the hallway, you kneel down and then you take your arm and you just put it over your head. Yeah. It's like, what is this for? That's it. Like the earth. So our earthquake drills, because all of our like middle school, we all sat at tables instead of desks. Earthquake drill. You get under the table. And the reason you do that is if things fall from the ceiling, it's supposed to protect you. It'll land on the... But what everyone's thinking when they're under the table during a drill is like, okay, well, what about when the ground rips open and we fall? Like, what is the table going to do then besides bury us deeper? And my science teacher uh, in seventh grade, he used to do... There'd be hurricane drills. And then, like, when they were like, it's it's now safe to 
to get out from under your table. He would be like, tsunami warning drill. And we don't have to jump on the tables and pretend we were surfing because our thing is right on the coast. And for sure, if there's a big earthquake, we're all fucking dead. So fucking fun. Oh, he was such a hot science teacher, Mr. Whitmore. Oh, but what a fucking cool science teacher to be like, all right, kids, now tsunami. And everyone's on on their desk being like, no, 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 no. And I was just over there like, there's a tsunami in my pants. Because I love you. You're like, sir, I have... How old were you at the time? Whatever seventh grade is. What are you, 11, 12? Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say I barely hit puberty, but you were hitting puberty. So yeah, there was a tsunami it's in like, your pants. Oh. You're like, I didn't know my vagina just came to life. Highest mountain, Denali. Uh, of the highest, of the 20 highest peaks in America, we've got 17 of them. Something like 16 or 17 different Eskimo words for snow. By the way, didn't know till I moved up here. And I'll say this just in case there's anyone else who doesn't know. An Eskimo is not just a person in a big furry coat. And I thought that. An Eskimo is a person who just got out of a big furry coat and is now naked. And they happen to also be from the Eskimo tribe. Uh, which, by the way, is a thing for everyone going, oh my God, oh my God, she's an Eskimo instead of Inuit. It's like, no, no Eskimo up here gets mad when you call them an Eskimo. And no Inuit gets mad when you call them an Eskimo. They're like, go away. Get out of here. We're surviving off of walrus in the tundra. Like, I don't care. We have to cut holes in ice to literally survive. Are you buying my sculpture or not? I don't yeah, care yeah. what you call me. Listen, I don't care that you think ivory should be illegal. I need to feed my village right now. Do you want to buy this fucking necklace or not, bitch? Another fun fact, and I will take you out on this, since we all love to talk about money. Alaska, no state sales tax. They do not levy individual income tax. If you come to Anchorage, you see a price on something at a store. That's the fucking price. And that fucked me up going to college and being like, wait, no, it says it's this. And they're like sales tax. And I was like, huh, oh, math. Eh. Like Anchorage is just like $3.99. It's fucking $3.99. Like the rest of the world. I should buy some stuff and have it and have it uh, Amazon primed to you in Alaska so you can bring it back for me. But anyways, we, we mine a lot of zinc, even though we're most known for gold. It's just beautiful. If you ever get the chance to come up here, let people take cruises. That's fine. But you're not really getting the Alaska experience unless you get off the boat for a couple of days and like really get into the, the cities, take a train up to Denali, take it down to Seward, do some fishing. It's just beautiful. Well, I remember when I went there, we took a cruise and I think we were in, I think it was Juno where we stopped. We took a helicopter ride up to a glacier. They landed on the glacier and we got to walk around on the glacier with crampons on. Crampons? What are those? Tampons that stop your cramps? No, those are crab tampons. You actually just shove a crab in your pussy. Um, Wouldn't be the first time. At least I'm shoving it in there instead of catching it at a gas station. And then I got to bend down and drink from a stream of water um, on the glacier. There was a like hole in the side of a mountain on the drive from Anchorage to Seward that glacier water used to pour out of and they closed it off because people just kept come taking like my my friend I don't know the real reason I should have looked it up before this but they they closed it off as too many people were stopping to take water from it and I was like oh so they just didn't want people to have glacier water and like well no now I'm realizing what the reason was I was like they just don't want people to enjoy good glacier water and she's like no they don't mind that but like people were running across this like windy highway and getting hit by cars Alaska, you will die, but at least it will be beautiful. The most beautiful death ever. They airlifted that bus out of here because people kept trying to go get it. They're like, get it out of here. People kept trying to go to the bus as a landmark. Uh, Into the Wild, great movie and book. But they're like, get it out. I'm fucking sick of finding dead people. So, you know, climb a mountain, see the Northern Lights. Do it all. Where'd they they take the bus? This episode. Tell us where you're from. Let us know where you're at. At Two Filthy Nerds. Tell us about your hometown and, and the majesty there. 
Make sure you follow the podcast. Keep listening. Rate, review. Join our Patreon, patreon.com. Please pre-order my album because it helps to have the pre-orders because that helps it chart and trend when it does drop. And that's obviously really great. More people see it. More people buy it. I can afford to keep doing this godforsaken podcast. Also, head to her Instagram and take a gander at that picture our artwork for her album it was a it was a it was a group effort shot by nicole between me tony solano and nikki martinez did my makeup and hair we all came together to uh do that artwork for jess and it's pretty fucking rad it's great nicole took great pictures she helped me with the idea which was fucking it's i'm very proud of it i'm very happy about it and i'm very proud of what's on it and i think you'll like it so go have a listen take a look well we love you guys and fare thee well goodbye This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production.